Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Carl Allen. Carl, are you ready to do this? Yeah, thanks for having me on, George. It's a real pleasure. Hey, excited to have you on. Carl is the founder of Dealmaker Wealth Society. He is an entrepreneur, an investor, and a corporate dealmaker. I'm excited to have you on. Carl, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Sure. So I'll, uh, I'll I'll quickly tell you my story. I um I I've been a deal maker for just over 28 years. So I a, a deal maker. I, I buy and sell companies. Um, the, the first 16 years of my career was in the corporate world. So I grew up on Wall Street, buying and selling very large companies for clients like GE, Microsoft, IBM, Boeing, etc. And then after doing an MBA in Chicago. Uh, I went into corporate M&A, so I was buying and selling businesses for Hewlett-Packard. So I was flying all over the world, uh, doing deals for them, um, some of them in, in the billions of dollars, uh, software companies, services companies, etc. cetera. Um, I, I quit corporate life in 2008. My, my world changed in a day. It was the 1st of February, 08. I was in Moscow in Russia doing a deal, and my wife called me. Um, going into labor. She was 36 weeks pregnant. We thought my little guy, Josh, was still cooking in the oven, so mm. to speak. And uh, I had to get back to the UK. Um, I got back with minutes to spare. My little boy was born, Josh, and I quit. I, I left my corporate job. I walked away from a million dollars of, of bonuses and stock options and decided to become an entrepreneur. And my challenge, George, at the time was I only had one skill set. I was one of the best in the world at buying and selling businesses. Uh, there was nothing else I really could do. So I became a business broker, um, which buy and sell small businesses on behalf of clients. Uh, instead of selling the first business, I signed up as a client. I ended up acquiring it um, using none of my own money. And what I did was I used a, a very well-known tool, which is called an LBO, a leveraged buyout, which is a, a Wall Street term. It's where uh, somebody buys a company and uses other people's money, equity investors, debt financing, etc. But I applied that methodology to buying a small business. So I did my first deal, um, I owned it for three years and I sold it. And then since then, I've been buying and selling lots and lots of small businesses, typically in the one to $10 million revenue range. So not tiny businesses, but they're not massive businesses either. Um, we can talk about that process in a little bit. And then about four years ago, I started to get inundated with people wanting me to teach them how I do what I do, how I do business, how I do deals, how I find deals, how I negotiate deals, how I raise financing, and how I buy them without using other people's money. So four years ago, I started coaching. And I'm not one of these coaches that is a retired doer. I'm, I'm buying businesses. I literally just come off a call where with my team where we, we've greenlit um, uh, an acquisition of our latest business uh, that we're going to move forward with. 
Um, so I'm doing that half of my time inside of my private equity firm. And then the other half of my time, I'm coaching and mentoring um, over 5,500 entrepreneurs all over the world that are changing their lives and, and they're becoming business owners by acquiring businesses rather than starting them. So that, that's what I do. Nice. That's a lot of cool stuff right there. Lots of, lots of incredible experiences. So why do you think that you're a good deal maker? So I, I think, and I say this all the time, um, it, it's not because I'm, I'm smarter than anybody else. I've just had more years inside of this environment. So I've, uh, this is all I've ever known. So I, I've been a deal maker since July 1992. I've, I've been involved in over 330 transactions, um, totaling almost $48 billion in, in enterprise value. Um, I've done deals in 17 different countries, in 24 different industries, impacting more than a million employees. Um, so I've just done more laps than, than most people. And um, what's interesting in life is one of my big beliefs is success leaves clues. Hmm. Um, so I've seen everything. Um, I've had really tough times doing this. I've had really amazing times doing this. Um, I get more pleasure um, sharing my war stories than I do about my success tips. You know, I, I think it, it's great coaching people and giving them the tools and the methodologies that you know work because you've done it so many times. But it's also, I've made so many mistakes in this world. Sharing those stories is really important to me because it stops other people making those same rookie mistakes that I had to learn from. And my uh, one of the mentors I have uh, is a guy called Keith Cunningham. Um, and he has a great phrase. He calls it a dumb tax. Whenever you <laughs> lose money or whenever you make a really bad mistake, uh, you just pay a dumb tax. And the whole point of paying a dumb tax is learn from that mistake. Don't ever make it again. And uh, you become a much more resourceful, much more powerful person. And you can apply that to anything in life, not just doing deals. Isn't that the truth? So I appreciate that. A dumb tax. Something I've probably paid a lot of over over the years. Haven't we all? Yeah. So I, I know that there's a million different questions that, that, that I could ask and probably should ask. And I want to let everybody know. Uh, so they don't get mad at me that you've got a book that you wrote and and you're offering it for five bucks. So I I, yeah. I, 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 I know that, that we'll talk about that on the back end. But we are having this conversation on August the 7th. At least it's August the 7th here in the United States. Um, and you are in the in the UK. As as you're looking at this landscape right now, living through COVID and the pandemic, what's yeah. what's. What are your thoughts on on deal making? Has has this changed everything dramatically? It has, um, but for the positive. And let let me qualify that. So, what we're seeing right now is the biggest buyers market for small businesses, probably for the last fifty to sixty years. And and there's a number of reasons for that. So the first reason is. Um, what we've seen over the past 10 years is, is a massive rise in the number of businesses for sale. And, and that's primarily driven by baby boomers. So there's 10,000 baby boomers retiring every day, according to the Wall Street Journal, and almost 20% of them own a small business. So you've got almost 2,000 businesses wow. every single day coming to market. 
And the challenge that baby boomers have is uh, some of them, they've owned their businesses 10 years, others have owned them 40 years. And baby boomers, it, it was always generally the, the, the rule that they will pass those businesses down to their children. And unfortunately, over the last 20 years, there's been a big shift in that. Uh, a lot of children now, they don't want to take over, you know, dad's um, engineering company in Pennsylvania. They want to go to college and be doctors and dentists and lawyers and bankers and all those different things. So you've now got millions and millions of boomers that are trying to sell businesses um, and they've never had to think about it before. And what's also really interesting is there's a big lack of qualified buyers with access to capital who, who really know what they're doing. And this is one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about my, my coaching program. Um, there's 6.6 million entrepreneurs every year in the United States will go and start a business from scratch. And most of them will fail. 96% of them will fail in 10 years. 50% will fail in the first year alone. Um, and I, I think that's terrible. So what I'm trying to do is connect all those entrepreneurs that want to become business owners and say, look, don't start a business from scratch because you have no credit, no customers, no cash flow, no employees, nothing, no products or services. Go buy an existing business that someone else has built and doesn't want to own anymore. They want to sell. And I'll show you how to buy that business without using any of your own money. So it's cheaper than starting a business. It's quicker. It's a lot less stressful and it's a lot less risky. So that's my whole kind of mission in, in, in this world. And it's not just old people that want to sell companies. Um, you get a lot of entrepreneurs that they, um, you know, they start a business, the ones that survive, they get it to a minimum viable proposition. Um, you know, they get it to seven figures and then they, they miss the buzz of that startup environment. So they want to sell and they want to go off and do something else. And um, it's still very, very simple to go and buy that type of business um, from them. Because when you're buying a small company, it's 90% psychology and 10% numbers. When you're when you're buying when you're doing a billion dollar deal, and I've done tons of those in my in my time, they're 90% numbers and only 10% psychology. Those are projects for financial engineering. When you're buying a business from a small business owner that's owned that business for 25 years and they want to retire, and they're, they're a little bit burnt out and tired and frustrated, then it's a scam of psychology. They they don't necessarily want somebody to ride in with a huge check and then strip their business down and absorb it into a larger company. They're, they're proud of their brand and their legacy, and they want their employees to be taken care of. They want their customers to be treated in the right way. So they're happier to sell their business as a going concern for somebody that can use leverage financing to acquire that business. And that's what we position our entire model off. It's how to build relationships with sellers, how to find the right deal that, that is really in your lane. And then it's just the skills and tools of, of negotiating a, a transaction. And it's not as hard as people think. It, it's a lot like buying and selling real estate. Uh, you find something you like, you have a survey done, or you do some research on that property in, in business. That's called due diligence. And then you, uh, you sign a bunch of legal documents, um, and then you take ownership. And typically other people are providing the financing, similar with real estate. Uh, there's no real differences. Nice. So you said 
you find something you like. What what I was curious about is you've done so many transactions and there's been a lot of talk in recent memory about finding your why and living your passion and authenticity and all that's very important. Where do you come down on that when, when, when you're coaching somebody to evaluate an industry or a business? Does it need to be, does, does their heart need to speak to them or how, how do you, do you get what I'm trying to say? I do. And I, I think that's the greatest question I've ever been asked. Yes. Uh, that is an absolutely incredible question. And I'm, I'm going to answer that in two parts. Okay. I'm, I'm going to answer what type of business should somebody buy second. The first thing I'm going to speak to, you talked about purpose and why. That, believe it or not, is the single biggest defining factor of becoming a dealmaker. And the reason that's the case is it gives you unbelievable fuel and energy to follow through on this purpose, on, on, on this on this purpose. Because when it comes to anything truly meaningful in life, it doesn't matter what you want to do. Anything truly meaningful in life is tough or it's at least tough in, in parts. And buying a business is no different. This is not a get rich quick kind of scenario. This is a get rich slow and methodical type of scenario. And like like anything, it, it has tough spots. And the difference that makes the difference in my, in my students are the ones that attack this with, with, with passion and intent and that real sense of purpose. Because you're going to find this really astonishing when I say this, but nobody wants to buy a business. Nobody wants to own a business. What people want are the benefits of business ownership, which is freedom, pride, wealth creation, cash flow, um, work-life balance, pride, assurance, fulfillment, going from employer to employee, that's what people want. It, it's the benefit of this, not the feature of this. It, it's like, you know, we don't fly on aeroplanes just to fly on an aeroplane. Right. That's the feature. The benefit is you get to travel to somewhere that you need to go, either for a business meeting or a family reunion or, or whatever it is, or go on vacation. So it's the same thing. So what I do, the very first thing I do with my students when they come into one of my programs is I talk them through the what and the why. So I talk them through what type of business do you want to buy? And we'll get into that in a second. The second is why. Why do you want to buy a business? You actually don't. What you want are the benefits of owning a business. And we really dial that in because then that gives those people the real fuel and energy to kind of follow through when things get tough. And one of my mentors, Tony Robbins, he calls it the pleasure pain principle. As, as human beings, we're completely controlled by our subconscious mind, where all our emotions live. And we do things in life, we buy things in life, we sell things in life. Everything we do is driven by either the desire to get out of pain or the desire to gain pleasure. And buying a business can give you both because you're getting out of the pain of maybe working for somebody else and not being rewarded, um, starting a business likely to fail and going through all that risk and trauma, um, all the way through to um, the, the pleasure of having all those benefits, cash flow, wealth creation, pride, legacy, work-life balance, all those things that you might not have 
if you're working for another person. And once you dial that in, that just gives you all the fuel to to kind of go forward. And then you think about, well, what do I want to buy? And that's a really interesting question because the perfect business for me, George, will be very different to the perfect business for you. Right. And, and I, I have three rules. Any business that you want to buy has got to pass three tests. So the first one is it's got to be a business that's going to serve you. So if you're a wannabe business owner, you've never bought a business before, never run a business before, my best advice is go buy something in your lane. Go buy something in a sector that you know, that you're passionate about, that you can add massive value to. Um, it just makes it so much easier. Once you've done a whole bunch of deals, you can buy any business. Um, but in the first instance, go buy something you know. So if you're a sales guy for IBM, go buy a, a technology company. You know, if you're an engineer for GE, go buy an engineering business or a manufacturing business. Don't buy a gas station or a laundromat or a hotel. Go, go, go buy something that you're passionate about. And I, I had a student a couple of days ago who reached out to me and said, Carl, you know, uh, I'm an engineer. Um, I'm really good at it, but I don't want to buy an engineering business. I want to go and do something different. I'm really passionate about wine. Um, I want to buy a vineyard. And I said, well, great, but you don't know anything about that industry. How are you going to run a vineyard when you know nothing about it? How are you going to convince a seller to hand over their life's work when you have absolutely no idea how to grow grapes, how to pick them, how to ferment the wine? You don't know anything about the marketing. I said, go get a partner. Go get somebody that knows that world and buy the business together. And that's what he's doing. Uh, and then, you know, for him, it's better to own 50% of something than 100% of nothing. Sure. Um, so that, that's the first rule. Stay in your lane or partner with somebody that is in that lane. The second requirement is go find a motivated seller of a good business. Don't, don't target somebody that just wants to sell out, that wants just maximum cash and they truly don't care that a big competitor will come in, buy their business up, cut them a check, and then completely obliterate their life's work. Some people are cool with that. Uh, that's not my type of seller. I've never done a deal where that's the case. I'm looking for buyers. I'm looking for sellers that care about their business and care about their legacy and want a trusted, safe pair of hands to come in and take that business to the next level uh, and cheer me on from the sidelines. So what we do in our coaching programs is we show you both psychologically and, and from a marketing perspective, how to go find those people and how to build relationships with them. And then the third thing that you need is you need a business that's got either assets, cash flows, or ideally both, because that's the fuel that opens up the financing. Uh, there's trillions and trillions of dollars of acquisition financing available today in the United States. But banks, equity investors, whoever you go after, they're going to want to see some financial DNA in that business. Um, and we've built our entire coaching program around that three-tier model. Uh, how to find the perfect business to buy and why. Um, how, how to deal with sellers and how to negotiate the perfect deal. And then if your deal needs some financing, not all of them do, but most of them do. In some cases, you can buy a business and just pay the seller over time, uh, like leasing a car. Doesn't work all the time, but some other time. Where the seller wants an upfront payment, uh, we show you how to go and get that financing. 
and how to deal and negotiate with those financiers to put that money into the deal. Love it. Nice. Well, Carl, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? So you alluded to it before. It's absolutely live with passion and do something in your life that you truly love because you know what? You're going to be really, really good at it. If, if, if you hate what you do, go do something you love. doesn't matter what it is. You know, live with passion and, you know, have real kind of purpose in what you want to do in life. You know, you've only got one life. It, it's not about just the science of achievement, my friend. It's, it's also about the art of fulfillment. I, I, I know billionaires that are really miserable. Um, you know, it, if you can't be happy, what's the point? Well, that is great stuff that definitely gets. Come on. Come on. Yeah, we only got one crack at this deal, so better be enjoying what we're doing, man. So, amen. Well, Carl, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Tell us where we can get a copy of the book. Tell us how we can learn about um, learn about the coaching, the Dealmaker Wealth Society, all of it. Sure. So, dealmakerwealthsociety.com um, is, uh, is our website. So, that tells you all about me, my business partner, Adam. Uh, he and I also own a private equity firm. Uh, there's loads of free tools and training and various bits and pieces on there. And then um, my book is on Amazon, uh, but we've got a special $5 link for people that want to go read that book. Um, it's uh, it's a trainwithcarl.com forward slash savage. So that's trainwithcarl.com forward slash savage, uh, $5 to get my book. And then uh, read that book and you, it's called No Money Down Business Buying Secrets. It's essentially my playbook for how I do deals. It goes through the whole 10 steps of how to buy a business using other people's money. And uh, then for those people that read that book and think, you know what, this is something that I'd be very interested in learning more about. I'd like to get stuck into this. Then we have uh, a whole portfolio of training and coaching and mentoring solutions uh, to help people along their journey. Love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Carl your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to dealmakerwealthsociety.com. Go to train with Carl forward slash savage uh, for the $5 copy of the book. And then you can learn all about the different opportunities and take advantage of Carl's wisdom and experience and knowledge. Thanks again, Carl. Thank you, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.